Uh, we are what I'm going to call our last Sunday of our summer Psalms, and I added in Proverbs. Uh, and it's just kind of like Psalms and Proverbs that I come across, and I feel like, man, this is pretty powerful. Uh, next week, I'm kind of anxious to dive back into the book of Acts. I like knowing exactly where we're going next each week. So, uh, But for now, we're in Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17. Uh, it's one that everybody is familiar with. We're gonna, you, can, you can memorize it before the service is done if you don't already know it. Proverbs 27, 17. It says, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Let's pray and ask God's blessing on this. Father God, thank you again for your word. God, thank you that you didn't leave us here alone, uh, that you, we have each other to carry each other's burdens, to sharpen each other, to, to lift each other up. God, we are in a broken world. This is a terrible place to be sometimes, God, and we just know that one day you're going to make it all perfect. You're going to make it right. Right will be right and wrong will be wrong. And we will have eternity with you. And we're so grateful for that. God, I just I have the opportunity to get up here and speak your word, what you gave me to share. And I just pray that it comes out with your power, with your conviction and your direction in our life. In Jesus name. Amen. So I don't know if you guys noticed looking at this slide, how lame it looks. Right, you know, usually there's like cool picture up there. I told my brother that, because my brother from uh, Idaho, I always say this is what the message is about. And he kind of comes up with some kind of cool looking bulletin cover. And he was gone all week, so this is what you get. I told him I was going to say, this is the difference between me and my brother and what we can do is pretty lame compared to, and he would have liked to have done this one because of the title, Iron Man. So that's beside any point. You can drop that, but I just, I just told him I was going to, do that, so I want to do that. Okay, so we all know what a buddy system is, right? Everybody, anybody ever have a buddy, a buddy system? It's a you find them everywhere. Uh, you find them in the military. You find them in uh, Toy Story, the movie. They're going to have moving buddies, and they uh, when, when Noah and Caleb were at camp, they had uh, swimming buddies, and it was. What the idea was when they're out swimming separately, but when the, the uh, lifeguard blew the whistle, everybody had to immediately get to the buddy and say, hey, I'm, I'm here with my buddy. And the idea behind a buddy system is to keep track of each other because it's hard for everybody to, to know what everybody else is doing. So you just find some person and you connect specifically with that person. Well, today we're going to look at being something else besides a, having the buddy system is an iron buddy. Anybody ever heard of an iron buddy? No, I Googled it. Guess what I found? Nothing. So maybe we're going to coin a new phrase here with this term iron buddy. And an iron buddy is someone who you go through life with. This is my own personal made up definition. You go through life with that you connect with on a regular basis and talk about the important things of life. Now, according to that definition, a lot of people would probably say, I have an iron buddy. I have somebody who I get together with on a regular basis, and we talk about the important things of life. But there's a, there's a little bit difference to this. It's not just about getting you through the struggles of life, but it's also encouraging you to be more like Jesus. Do you have somebody in your life that you feel like is that kind of iron buddy? Uh, someone who does things like this, like challenge you to love others and to serve God. Somebody who encourages you to trust God even when it doesn't make sense. Someone who helps carry your burdens for you. Somebody who encourages you to persevere in life. 
or someone who will speak the truth into your life even if it's not something that you want to hear. Do you have an iron buddy? I have, I have a couple iron buddies. My main iron buddy is my main squeeze, is Leslie. She is my main iron buddy. The person who in life, who, I, who encourages me the most, who, who tells me the things I don't want to hear, uh, but she also tells me things that I want to hear. She's willing to speak truth into my life. She's willing to persevere. She's willing to carry my burdens with me. She's willing to stand by my side. But I also have another Iron Buddy uh, that I'm, I'm developing an Iron Buddy relationship with, with Pastor Eric uh, at the E-Free Church. We started getting together on Wednesday mornings, and we just talk about the usual things. We talk about our kids. We talk about our vacation. We're talking about the sports. We just don't talk much about sports because he's a Minnesota Twins fan. <laughs> and they don't do very good, and I'm a Seattle Mariners fan, and they don't do much better. So we don't talk about that very much. But we do, we, we, we always leave the conversation having talked about the Lord, and encouraging each other, and supporting each other, and that's the main reason we get together, and so we're developing this kind of relationship. If you have an Iron Buddy in your life, you have something special. So if you don't have an Iron Buddy in your life, I want to encourage you to find an Iron Buddy. And I want to encourage you also to be that Iron Buddy in someone else's life. Because we all need an Iron Buddy. We all need somebody to walk through life with. Someone who we can sharpen iron, rub on and to help sharpen each other as iron sharpens iron. Which is our verse for today. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. So how is iron sharpened? No, simply stated, iron, you know, there's, it takes friction between iron rubbing against each other. And if you have iron, you got to have something of equal caliber of metal in order to sharpen that iron. You know, if I, if I take a piece of iron and I try to sharpen it on a piece of wood, that's not going to happen. I'm going to dig into that wood and I'm going to dull my iron. Uh, but the idea behind ironing, sharpening iron is this is a two-way street. This is two people who, who get together, who connect on a spiritual level at some point, and they're benefiting each other. This isn't a mentor relationship. This isn't one person saying, I have all the answers to solve your problems, which would be great to be. This is where I tell you my problems, and you tell me your problems, and we work together to help each other through whatever it is that life is taking us through. But it's a mutual benefit for each other. Today we're going to be look at we're going to look at five different ways that an iron man can can sharpen his iron buddy. These are not a list that you find specifically in the Bible. You don't look up iron man or iron buddy in the Bible and find these five things. These are just five things that I came up with the, and these are the types of things that one person does in order to sharpen or to benefit somebody else. And it's a good to have an iron buddy because a lot of people fail in life when they really don't need to. They don't have a direction to go for help uh, in whatever area it is because they're trying to do it all on their own. And I, I don't know if that's an American thing. I don't know if that's a guy thing. I don't know if that, if, if everybody around the world says, I just got to make it on my own. But we weren't designed to do that. So I want to encourage you again, be an iron buddy. Get an iron buddy and go through life with somebody. So the first thing that an Iron Man does is to encourage his buddy to trust God. It says in Hebrews 3 verse 13, it says, But encourage one another daily as long as, as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. 
That by itself is a pretty powerful verse, but I want to look at the reason why the, the author of Hebrews said these words to encourage each other as long as it is called today. The background of this verse, uh, if we look at verses 7 through 12, chapter 13, verses 7 through 12, he says, remember your, I'm sorry, it's 13, it's chapter 3, verse 13. It's always important to go to the right spot if you're going to read something. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7 says, So as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested and tried me, though for 40 years they saw what I did. This is why I was angry with that generation. I said their hearts are always going astray, and they have not known my ways. So I declare on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. So you guys know the story of God using Moses to lead the Israelites out of Egypt and how they crossed the Red Sea and how after, um, while they're in the desert and how God provided for them. He provided manna for them. They went to a place and there was water that was bitter and they, it was called bitter. It was like mar, which means bitter. And God made it taste good and God provided water. Moses, he hit the rock like you get here. I don't know if it's this much water, but he hit the rock. That's a miracle, right? I mean, I could go hit any rock with anything and get nothing out of it. But God said, hey, Moses hit the rock and he provided them with water. At another time, Moses was supposed to speak to the rock and he didn't he hit it and God still provided them with water but through the whole time in the desert they were testing God at one point they tested him by saying is the Lord among us or not right that's what they're thinking God's keeping their clothes from wearing out God's providing with manna God's protecting them God's providing them with water and yet they're testing him all the way through because God was not acting as quickly as he wanted them to as in the way that God wanted them to do and this author of, of Hebrews is pointing out how we need to encourage our brothers we need to encourage each other to trust God even when it doesn't make sense they're in the desert because of sin in their life, but they are also choosing to, to live life on their own. They're not trusting God. And he's saying, you've got to encourage each other to trust God at all the times so that you are not hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Encourage each other. So an iron buddy is a guy who reminds other people or his one other buddy to remember to keep trusting God. And those, those times of, of trusting God come up everywhere. You know, we, we, we talk about things going on in the world. You know, we think about family crisis that people have. You know, I, I don't know that the family who lost this boy, but I'm sure this family is struggling with all these questions of why? Where were you? How come? And an iron buddy says, you know what? We still have to trust God in this. God gives life. God takes it away. Going through world crisis, there's the COVID thing that's still running around out there. There's the political scene. There's natural disasters. There are numerous reasons all around the world today that people turn their back on God. And they say, I don't want anything to do with God because he didn't answer my prayer. He didn't do what I wanted him to do. And they will walk away. But an iron buddy is willing to recognize and say, you know what, Josh? I know you're going through something tough in life. Let me be here to support you. Let me be here to help you. Let me be here to tell you that, yes, I know you don't want to hear it, but you've got to keep trusting God anyway. 
But an iron buddy doesn't just tell somebody else, hey, you got to make sure that you're trusting God. An iron buddy is someone who's willing to hear those words as well. It's iron sharpening iron. It's a very special relationship that not everybody has with everybody. Right. You know, my, my wife is the person who knows me the best, who can get away with saying the toughest words that I ever hear. But I couldn't just walk up to Lauren and just, hey, everything, unless I have a relationship with Lauren. I couldn't do it with Becky unless I have a relationship with Becky. And so it's a very special relationship. So find a buddy to be an iron sharpening iron kind of relationship. An ironing, uh, iron buddy also carries his brother's burdens. It says carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Now, we're not talking about moving furniture. You know, we're not talking about lifting some heavy thing, something heavy around the house. We're talking about um, in, in relation to what's going on in Galatians chapter 6, 1. See if I put that up here. It says, brothers, if someone is caught in sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the law of Christ. He's talking about supporting somebody who has sinned, somebody who has fallen, who has gone off track and is trying to come back. And a, uh, Iron Buddy's there to be there with them through that journey, to go through the repentance process and the, the, the grieving over sin process and to be making everything right. Not being judgmental, not being uh, someone who's condemning, but someone who's encouraging, somebody who's helping them through those times who sticks with them. They're aiding in the recovery process of someone who has failed. But it also, you have this word accountable. You know, uh, Iron Buddy is someone who's willing to be there through thick and thin. Someone that, I, I always think of Barney Fife. I, you know, I always talk about Andy Griffith. We watch the show every night. We just, every night we watch. And at one episode, you have uh, Barney Fife, who's trying to help Otis, the town drunk, to overcome his drunkenness. He's always wanted to help him. And so he's, he tells Otis, here's what you need to do. Here's my name. Here's my number. Call me when you have a problem. Well, of course, middle of the night, Barney's sleeping like a log. Otis calls him and says, hey, I'm struggling here with, my, with the alcohol. And Barney's trying to wake up and is like, okay, I'm willing to go. And by the time he gets there, Otis is drunk and it doesn't matter. But what we take from that is that Barney was willing to be that person. I mean, how many people do you, would you feel, say, call me in the middle of the night if you're struggling with something? Most people are like, I'm asleep. You know, if, if I'm going through, if I'm at a ba basketball game or if I'm sleeping or if I'm at a family function, I want to be involved in those things. But a, a person who's willing to carry each other's burden says, I don't care what is going on in my life. You call me. I will help you through this struggle, whatever it is. And so I would encourage you to be that kind of person that someone says, hey, I can call Josh. I know that whatever Josh is doing, he will answer the phone and he's going to help me through this. An iron buddy is someone who helps carry somebody else's burden. But even in regular checkups, like accountability partner, but also somebody who regularly checks in with me to make sure that I am on my game, that I am, and that I am living life as I'm supposed to live it. That is a difficult place to be. It's a, it's a vulnerable place to think. If I'm going to call Darren and say, you know what, I'm struggling with something. I know I can trust Darren. I can make Darren my iron buddy because I, I know I can trust him. But it, for me to do that, it takes a lot of vulnerability to say, I'm struggling with the temptation. 
but we all know that we struggle with temptation. Every single one of us. Now, we may struggle with different temptations, but we all, I think, experience it to the same degree. Right? Whatever our temptation is, we know that pressure. So I don't have to be judgmental on somebody who's saying, I'm struggling with something that I'm not struggling with because we all understand that temptation and we need to be there to support and to help each other through. So an iron buddy, he encourages his buddy to trust God even when life's going crazy and it doesn't make sense to keep your faith. An iron buddy also is there to help carry his brother's burdens through, those, through the difficult times in life. Number three, an iron buddy is there to encourage his buddy to persevere in life. In 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Now the background of this verse, we can read a little bit about this. It talks about kind of the end times things. You know, about how things are going to be going from bad to worse, about um, God is, has not returned yet. You know, because the people in First in Thessalonians were wondering, has Jesus come back yet? And, he's, and Paul's saying, God didn't appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Encourage people, first, your iron buddy, first of all, not to walk in the life of sin. Because that's not what you were designed to do. Jesus is going to come back. But also encourage your iron buddy to do the right thing because you weren't destined for punishment. You are getting to have eternal life. And an iron buddy is there to encourage his brother or his sister to persevere through till the end of time, through each thick and thin, to just keep walking with Jesus, to keep trying to do the right thing. That's what an iron buddy is there to do. So to trust God, even when it's hard, to help carry his burdens, and to persevere in life because Jesus is still coming. And I know people are, are, are saying Jesus isn't coming back yet. Look what's going on. Things are just getting bad. It says in the Bible, people are going to make fun of you. They're going to mock you because, yeah, right, Jesus is really coming back. We need somebody in our life saying, look, Josh, he is coming back. Persevere. Keep being faithful because in the end, it's all going to pay off. Number four. Uh, Proverbs 27.6 says, Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. An iron buddy encourages his buddy by speaking truth into his life, even if it's something he does not want to hear. <clears throat> Obviously, we don't like hearing negative things. You think about the classic example of how hard is it to tell somebody to have something in their teeth? Right? If it's mom and dad, it might not be so bad. Um, but if it's, if it's my teacher, you know, if it's a coworker, if it's the boss, it, it gets kind of awkward. I mean, I, I remember stories of in Bible school where the, the professor is, has a zipper down. And I don't know if it's a test or not to see who's going to pay attention and be that person. But it's, it's awkward to do that, even for something that really is no big deal. But, but an iron buddy is willing to say, you know what, Josh, you didn't come across the way you thought you came across. Josh, I think you owe an apology to somebody. Josh, you are failing at whatever. An iron buddy is willing to speak the truth 
but an iron buddy is also willing to hear the truth. That, you know what, my wife is telling me, Darren's telling me, Karen's telling me something that because they love me. It's not because they're trying to hurt me and belittle me. They're trying to make me a better person. An iron buddy is there to support somebody, but an iron buddy is also willing to hear those things. Now, an iron buddy doesn't just have to tell somebody bad things, right? An iron buddy can tell someone good things. Hey, you did a great job in Sunday school today, Darren. You did. I appreciate that, right? Steve, you're, you're, you're doing good when you do X, Y, Z. It can tell people good things. Man, when you sing that special or you, you, you did whatever, an iron buddy is willing to speak the good words too. You know, sometimes people, it's hard for people to say something nice to somebody else because they, they want that praise for themselves. You know, and if I'm telling you good job, then I'm not getting any kind of feedback myself. And it's just, some, for some people, it's just hard to, to pass out those compliments. But an iron buddy is willing to say, look, Josh, you need to improve on this. But also, look, Josh, you did well on, on something else. So an iron buddy is a very, very important person. It's a very important relationship. And so I, again, I encourage you to be an iron buddy. I encourage you to get one, to get an iron buddy. Someone that you know is going to speak the truth into your life, even if you don't want to hear it. Someone who you can speak the truth into their life and they will accept it as well. So an iron buddy is someone who encourages others to trust God, even when it's hard. Encourages others by carrying their burdens with them, whatever those burdens are. Someone who's willing to tell his brother to persevere in life, to motivate them, to encourage them, but also to speak, someone who's willing to speak the truth into someone's life and willing to accept those same kinds of words in their lives. Number five, the Iron Man is willing to encourage his Iron Buddy to love and to do good deeds. It says in Hebrews 10.24, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. He says the word spur, you know, what comes to mind with the spur? It's on the back of your cowboy boot, you know, and you use that to make your horse move. You, you're motivating him. You're encouraging him. Now, when it comes to spurring my brother on, I don't have to be ornery. I don't have to poke and prodding to get somebody to move. I can do it in a positive way, but you get the idea that you're stimulating them. You're encouraging them. You're not just sitting there watching them and hoping they do something. You're trying to urge them on to doing something. And he says, urge them on to love, to show affection, to show goodwill, especially among everybody in this room. It says amongst uh, the family of Christ, spur your brother on to be a part of that and also for to do good deeds, to do things that benefit the church, that benefit uh, that our ministries outside this church, you know, to do things that matter to the Lord, not just living life, but things that benefit other people to show God's love to those people. And sometimes you're somebody, sometimes people just need to be asked to do something. You know, if, if you have, if you know your iron buddy has the capability of something, you might be able to just poke just a little bit and say, Hey, why don't you be a part of this? I think you can do that. You know, one of the, the drawbacks of being in my position is, uh-oh, what is the pastor going to ask me to do, right? Everybody's looking at me like, why are you calling me? Why are you talking to me? What are you going to ask? But you as an iron buddy can say, hey, Anita, 
which I, I, I poked and prodded her this week because I'm the pastor. <laughs> but say, hey, Anita, you could do this. You know, why don't you try doing this? And she, and she might be willing to do that. And everybody recognizes, hey, my buddy's got potential here. He's got capabilities, and he might just need a little motivation to do those things. And Iron Buddy is there to help their buddy be the best that they can be for the Lord. They are there to journey along with them. It says, um, it says in, oh, let me, okay, so here's, okay, I'll, I'll just skip that, the, the background part of this verse. Um, it says in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 21, uh, and this is this is part of what you want to encourage your brother about or your iron buddy about to to not to, not just to make life good here, but to store up their treasures in heaven. They're they're doing good things for the Lord, and God's going to bless them. Where their treasure is, there their heart's going to be also. I know there's there's a um, debate that people get into about do I do things because God's going to reward me, or do I do things because I love the Lord. Well, I, I, I have a hard time with that. I think, to some extent, you can do things because God's going to reward you. He says, store up treasures in heaven. He tells you how to do that. So I think you can do things to store up those treasures in heaven. Um, this, this quote that's in the bulletin, uh, I, I'm gonna, I want to memorize this quote and, and put it at the bottom of all my emails. It says, do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all times that you can, to all the people that you can, as long as you can. You know, we're, we're trying to, I want to spur you on. I want to encourage you. We are living this life. God is coming back soon. Whether it's, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's next year, our life is going to be over soon. Whether I die of a heart attack this week or whether 40 years and, and then I die as an 80-year-old man, God is going to come back. And I want to spur you on. I want to encourage you that this life that we're living is not all that there is. We can, we can store up everything. We talked a little bit about it in Sunday school. But this is not all that there is. We have eternity. And so I just want to encourage you. With this, with this quote, I want to encourage you with these things to live your life for Jesus the best that you can. <clears throat> and I realize some of these things are harder to do than others. You know, sometimes it's hard to challenge your brother to love and good deeds. Because that means I got to, I got to get under, I got to push them and prod them. And I don't feel like doing that. Sometimes it's hard to uh, encourage them to trust God because you're struggling to trust God yourself, right? It, it's hard to, when, when all, everything's going on in life for that person, I mean, like I feel like with the, uh, the drought, you know, personally, it didn't really affect me. I didn't really feel the impact of it. I mean, my lawn is dead, but I, but I look at ranchers and I, I struggle to say, hey, you guys need to trust God in this. You know, you just keep trusting God. And because I know that you're going through real life here. This is my livelihood. This is, am I going to have cows? Am I going to have hay? But an iron buddy's willing to still say, we got to keep trusting God, even when it doesn't make sense. And so I, I know those words are hard to say. I have a hard time saying them as well. Sometimes it's hard to be there to carry your, your brother's burdens. It's hard to be there to be to have to say, hey, how are you doing with this temptation? It's hard to be woken up in the middle of the night like Barney to go help somebody with their struggle. But an iron buddy's willing to do that. He's an iron buddy's willing to encourage his buddy to persevere in life. 
And that can be tough to do. It's hard to speak the truth into somebody's life. Yes, with lettuce in their teeth, but also that maybe their way they're coming across isn't right. But I want to encourage you to be an iron buddy. We, we understand it with, with the swimming buddy. We understand it with the weightlifting buddy. We understand it with Toy Story, with the moving buddy. But those things don't matter near as much as being the iron buddy, the ironing, sharpening iron to make you and make me or you and your buddy more like Jesus. So the message is very simple. Find yourself an iron buddy. Be the, be the kind of person who's willing to sharpen somebody else to make them more like Jesus and be the kind of person who's willing to be sharpened more like Jesus. Uh, so just fi find yourself an iron buddy and be the best iron buddy that you can be. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the simple proverbs of how iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. God, we all need somebody in our life. We all need somebody that can speak the truth into our life, that can be the friction that we need to challenge us in life. And I just pray that we would each have someone in our life to do that, and that we would have them play a special part in our life to make us more like you, but also somebody that we feel comfortable and confident with that we can speak the truth into their life as well. I thank you for my iron buddy and my wife, and I, I just pray that everybody here can have an iron buddy as well. In Jesus' name, amen.